The news never ends for the Phoenix Suns, and that's why you have the Suns Jam Session podcast coming to you live from Phoenix, Arizona, or Jamsterdam, or wherever we might be. You don't know. Okay, we're in Phoenix. Both of us are in Phoenix. I think Matthew's in Phoenix. I'm definitely in Phoenix. But there's plenty always going on around the Phoenix Suns, and seeing as we're still in the thick of the NBA season, 2022-2023 NBA season, and the Suns have fired a head coach, yeah, there's still plenty to talk about. There's plenty of rumors out there. There's finalists. There's not finalists. They're meeting in Michigan. They're meeting in Phoenix. Nobody knows what's going on. All I know, Matthew, is by the fate of God, we're wearing the same hat. We are. We are. And I am in Phoenix. Um, I can tell you my address. Cold beers and cheeseburgers, Chandler Boulevard, I-10. You're there. Go outside. Wave a flag. I'll come over. Meet you. Matthew, we'll see kiss, you. Give you a hug. Might invite you in. So that's as much <laughs> as information as you're going to get. Okay. Ma- Ma- Matthew lives in the Clearwater Senior Living Community right behind Cold Beers and Cheeseburgers. I do. Uh, he t- he's, takes care of his nana there. Yeah. Uh, Window wide full-time. open, robe wide open. All the time. All robe wide open. Just free balling in the wind. Uh, and right now, it's it's a little warm. You know, that warm air coming through on, the, on those balls midday. But the beautiful thing about this time in Arizona is even though it's warm during the day, it's beautiful at nighttime, beautiful in the morning. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that you're getting some of that that free balling in the morning as well, Matthew. Yep, tidy whities That's what we're doing. <laughs> that's how we. That's what we're rocking over here. So. Tidy whities That's <laughs> it. So we thought we'd get together and talk about things other than tidy whities and we talk about the Suns finalists. It was announced yesterday that there were some finalists for the Phoenix Suns, and we should know potentially by the end of the week, at which point we will most likely do an emergency pod when we know where the direction of this franchise is going to go. And we just want to spend a little bit of time talking about that and talking about some of the fun stuff that's going on on Suns Twitter. So this is the point where I normally tell you to hit the thumbs up button or subscribe. We're so close to 3,000 subscribers on YouTube. But the way I look at it is everybody who's watching this, whether you're watching live or you're watching later, you probably already subscribed to this channel. This isn't regular season. Oh, hey, the, the Suns game just ended. Let me just kind of stumble onto YouTube and see, oh, look at that. Those are some guys talking about the game I just watched. No, you guys are the real MVPs. You're the guys, you're the you're the real grinders, the real people who care about the Suns, even when there's not a lot of Suns news going on. So I know you already subscribed. So what's the point? I know you've already given us a five-star review. I know that if you have DraftKings available, you're probably already gone on there and used the promo code SUNSJAM if you could. And if you didn't, oh, well. So I'm not going to ask for any of that. I am asking that if you do have a Valley hat, like so says Jay, says in the chat, I'm going to put on my Valley hat too, just to watch in solidarity. Yes. You better. Those of you who are listening, we're wearing our Valley hats, like the, the OG Valley hat. Like when they released this logo a couple years ago, this was the hat that first came out, the first one. And it's the one that, I don't know about you, Matthew, have you ever worn it around town? Yeah, yeah. Do you ever get comments on it? No. No one says oh. anything about my son's stuff. Oh. Ever. You get comments? Oh, all the time. Maybe because I look just so grumpy all the time or just so depressed. Who knows? Well, you just look very unapproachable. Yeah. That's, well, depressed, very grumpy, unapproachable. Tidy whities you look like you're walking around in tidy whities and that just mm-hmm. you just you, you you don't have the free flowing walkabout of, of boxer briefs. But yeah, when I wear this hat, people always comment. They're like, oh my God, that's dude, where can I get that hat? I'm like, <laughs> you can't. And then they try to jump me. And I'm like, whoa, I'm in a Home Depot line. I just I remember the first one to lollipop. get it though. I was working from home that day and I went to uh just sports. Yeah, on my that's lunch right. break. 
grabbed it. I was like, because that was the one hat I saw. I'm like, I gotta have that. Yes. This is like the first time they ever released anything. Well, I, I mean, had to have back in the nineties. I'm like, I have to have that. Yeah. This hat was wise, a absolutely. long time. Sun's mm-hmm. hats suck overall. I think we can all agree. Yeah, they do. We need for sure. Them. They're terrible. <laughs> That's why we have like three of them. Well, I got like I got a bunch. They all suck too. I, but you know. I'm about to fire them like they did Monty Williams. Good. All right. Well, let's get into it. I'm going to pop over the open this fever tree ginger beer, you know, because it is the summer of, of Moscow mules. Oh, yeah. Got the copper mug as per usual. Just give it a little ASMR. Is there liquor in there? Yeah. There's, I actually put two and a half ounces of vodka in this time. Oh, wow. Yeah, crazy, you know, huh? Well, you know, as, as you develop an alcoholic tolerance when you're a, a day, uh, uh, an alcoholic, a, a nightly drinking Moscow Mule guy, you just need a little bit more of a kick. So cheers mm-hmm. to the kick. So the Phoenix Suns are looking for a new head coach. And yesterday we started to get some of those tweets, those those sweet tweets. I don't know about you, Matthew. Matthew, are you a notifications on on Twitter kind of person or or are you just somebody who just like eats dinner during a podcast kind of guy? No, no, no. What, 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 what's the difference? What do you mean? Like notifications for tweets and then eating dinner. We're doing what? I don't know. It looked like you were just eating dinner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm all smacking the microphone. You're like, like, wait, what are you talking you're like, about? What do you mean? <laughs> what do you have for it's dinner It's a late tonight? dinner. You know, it's a late dinner. Some potatoes, eggs, and beef. Potato, yeah, I put it together eggs, really quick before. and like what kind of beef? Just regular beef, ground beef. Just okay, ground cook beef. it up. Okay. Salt and pepper. Salt and pepper on my uh, eggs. Salt and pepper on the potatoes. And then just eat it and hope to God you feel okay. And I feel good. You know, cross your fingers. You never know what's going to put in your mouth. You might get sick from it or just feel really grumpy and depressed. But I feel good. Yeah. I mean, if you're walking around feeling grumpy and depressed, no one's going to ask you about your hat. So never. Who wants that? (laughs) But are you a tweets on kind of guy? Do you have the notifications? No, I'm not. I mean, there's at times if the Suns, if we're waiting for a Kevin Durant, I'll throw it on. So about you, man? Well, I, I am. There's, I think, four notifications that i get i get adrian warjanowski i get sham sharania i get chris haynes and i have the phoenix suns those are the four that i do and, and during the off season I'll, I'll turn off the phoenix suns or i'll mute them for a while because i just what are they going to tell me that i give a shit about right now they're like hey guys the footprint center we put in uh, uh, some new seats i'm like cool man uh I but that. but that being said last night the, the notifications were starting to come through and it started with Adrian Wojnarowski, and, and for those of you who know and and, and play on Twitter, and clearly uh, Ilya Andor is not, because Ilya Andor says "fuck Twitter" in the chat, and you know what? You're not wrong there. You're 100 percent not wrong. It's not real life, people. It's not real life. But that generally they release the same information at the same time. Adrian Wojnarowski and and Sham Sharani, and Adrian Wojnarowski tweeted out. Last night, and he said, ESPN sources, the Phoenix Suns are advancing four coaches to meet for interviews in the coming days. Nick Nurse, Doc Rivers, Kings associate head coach Jordy Fernandez, and Suns associate head coach Kevin Young. So that's kind of the first thing we get, right? That's uh, 7.19 p.m. 
And then you have the athletics, Sham Sharania, tweeting out uh, and later editing at 7.31 p.m. Sources, the Phoenix Suns have narrowed their head coaching search to five finalists. Nick Nurse, Doc Rivers, Jordy Fernandez, Kevin Young. But he has the name Frank Vogel in there. So as Suns fans, we're like, well, hold on. What's going on? Who's doing what and the what now and the how? And then later that night, once we think we've kind of go, okay, what's going on? Chris Haynes, two hours later, tweets, Phoenix has yet to reach the final stage of interviewing candidates for head coaching vacancy and are expected to meet with Milwaukee associate head coach Charles Lee and Golden State assistant Kenny Atkinson's Atkinson. I'm sorry. Sources tell NBA on, on TNT and Bleacher Report. What do you make of that? What the frick? It's all over the place. It's yeah. like who has the better person hiding in a bush? Who's the one that can actually put someone in the situation that is a better looking maid? you know, pretend to put on a mustache and you actually blend in and spread the news, right? If it just feels mm-hmm. like it's all over the place, just have eyes on the house, the big mansion in Michigan, and just see who's walking in there. That's who's being interviewed, right? I mean, that has to be it. I don't I don't know how <laughs> that's it gets clearly so, it. I don't know how it gets so mixed up. But honestly, Chris Haynes was putting he put out a tweet about I think it was Carmelo's like um his um departure from the NBA, his retirement. Yeah. And honestly I thought Chris Haynes was saying that he was and I was kind of like, oh, kind of good. I mean, any guy can improve. Any guy can be put in a situation and suck at it for a few years. All of me in the podcast, you know, it takes oh, some time to get good. No, I'm just saying to get get it to get good. It takes some time. And he's had some time. But I thought they were talking about him. I'm like, oh, thank God, because I can't really stand the dude. Um, but you know what? They have – I don't know who the sources are. That's one question I had for you, too. It's like, who is the source? Because everyone thought Gambo's source was Sarver right mm-hmm. that he actually had the owner as and maybe now it's with matt ishbia maybe that's his source but i'm like who is the actual source for these guys who are they but that's the interesting thing about that about this little process right and we know that the phoenix suns and james jones typically is a tight-lipped organization relative to information and obviously when it comes to Woj and sham sharania and somewhat Chris Haynes, because, yeah, he's kind of like the third guy on the block who doesn't always do the best job. Information is what they make their living off of. So they're they're trying to work their sources, understand uh, what's going on so they can beat each other to the punch because they want to be known as that guy. And, again, that's just them doing their job. With James Jones having a reputation of being somebody so tight-lipped and keeping everything so close to the chest, but obviously new management, new ownership, new – uh, people and, and and players involved. It's almost as if, from a James Jones perspective, that he was kind of linking different information to different people. You know, he's like, okay, I'm going to go to the guy at the front desk and be like, yeah, man, Frank Vogel and four other guys. And then he's going to go over to uh, the guy, you know, at the concierge desk at the hotel and be like, yeah, man, you know, two assistant coaches over there and in, in uh, uh, you know, Golden State and whatnot. Mm-hmm. He goes to you know, the guy who's working at the bar, he's like, dude, five head coaches or, f- or only four people, man. I've got it down to four people. And then whoever kind of so, – so it's almost as in this new world that exists in the bubble that is James Jones, he doesn't know who to trust. And that's what he had before. He had comfort. He had trust. He had he, – you know, he knew where he stood with Sarver. He knew with Monty Williams. He knew the organization. It's almost as if he doesn't know who's necessarily the right person in this organization to trust. And he puts out three different narratives to see where it sticks. That that's what it looks like from the outside looking in. 
right? That's conspiracy yeah. theorist type of uh, a way of looking at this, right? Yeah, I mean, that could be it. And uh, honestly, things just change so quickly in the NBA or even in life. I mean, you go to an interview for anything, uh, any job, right? Oh, we only have two or three more candidates. Well, two of them might not ever show up or whatever. You know what I mean? All of a sudden, you want Russell Westbrook on your team and you just don't want him like within a month, right? <laughs> like that's what happens in the NBA. It's really quick within seconds, within minutes, things will change, especially when it comes to coaching interviews. All these guys are probably interviewing, but I think it's just these guys, dick measuring contest kind of in a way, oh, I'm going to get it right. I'm going to get it right. You know, they mm-hmm. kind of got to switch up the wording a little bit because you do have Chris Haynes coming up, up and underneath these guys. We all know it's Woj and Shams for sure, but to have it just, to have it wrong, it's okay because it's just coaching interviews. It's kind of nice, oh, yeah. but when, it, when it's a list like this, it's like, oh, None of them are sexy, so I don't even really care. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm excited. Oh, no, wait. No, I'm not that excited. I think there's one guy I like, but it's not like a sexy coaching. Like if it was Ty Lue, be like, yeah. oh, hell yeah, dude. Don't get yeah. that wrong. I want to know yeah. for sure. These other guys, I don't care if it's wrong or right. Yeah, it's like the information that's leaked. You're like, ah, oh, shit. Not going with the prom queen. It's like people coming up to you in high school and be like, hey, so-and-so is thinking about asking you to the prom. And so is so-and-so. And you're like, all I want is Ty Lude asked me to the prom. Yeah. Like that's the only uh, information that I've will, ever wanted I, that, that I'll gravitate to. I'll just show up in my tidy whities doves will fly out of the limo and we'll all have <laughs> yes. a great memorable time taking some <laughs> mushrooms and listening to panic at the disco while it goes on. So again, I think that with, and it might be James Jones trying to prove a point to Matt Ishbia too. He's like, Hey Matt, maybe, you know, like let's let, 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 let's sniff out a mole. And that's what makes this kind of fun. Now that's, that's obviously the sidebar conversation. What I wanted to talk about on this is of those finalists, let's say, let's say there's there's five finalists, right? I'm not really going to take the Chris Haynes part of it. You know, the the two associate coaches. One of them is a former coach who was who was in Brooklyn and was, was like instantly fired after Kyrie and KD showed up. And I just feel mm-hmm. like it was, you know, with Atkinson, it's just it's not necessarily a historical fit. But when you hear Nick Nurse, Frank Vogel, Doc Rivers, Jordy Hernandez, Kevin Young, you're right. The first thing that we notice is there's no Ty Lu. And Ashley, can you can you run that clip? They would love to get their hands on Ty Lu, but he still has a year to go on his contract. From what I'm hearing out here in LA, the Clippers probably wouldn't mind him being gone, but Ty Ty Lu wouldn't mind being gone. They're just not ready to make that move right now. It's anticipated that they'll make it after this upcoming season. Yeah, so Ty Lu, it sounds like is off the board again. He wasn't reported. Does that make you sad that you're not going to be hanging out with the prom queen? So, okay, this, well, the way the contracts work in the NBA, I mean, Monty just signed an extension. He's gone. Does it matter if some guy, like, we we sign on Kevin Young as our head coach. Does it matter if we sign him on, Ty Lue becomes available? And see you later. We're going to get Ty Lue. We're sending the money his way. Can it's that happen? A hundred percent. Is that a bad thing? Can you just get Kevin Young here and be like, yeah, you're our head coach. And then Ty Luke comes available, do that and be like, hey, you want to be the assistant again? Or is that just mucky the water? Does it just it's make a, it kind of nasty here in Phoenix? Yeah, it's probably from a business standpoint and from a it doesn't uh, look good, right? It doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. Yeah. And I just I think that they're they're trying to hold out as long as they can, but again, you don't want to hold out so long that you're gonna miss out on that you don't want to do what the Suns did last summer. Where they're waiting for Kevin Durant, waiting for Kevin Durant, waiting for Kevin Durant, and all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, the season's starting. Oh shit, we got to start getting some guys on this team." It's the same thing with the coach. You don't want to wait, 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 and then all of a sudden you're left with your dick in your hands because you didn't make a move on any head coach. So 
when, when I say those, those names, right, Nurse, Vogel, Rivers being the previous head coaches, Jordy Fernandez, Kevin Young, which one of those? If, the, if those are the finalists, which, you know, per mm-hmm. – that, that's Shams who says that that's, they're the finalists. Which one of those would you like the most? In this current situation in Phoenix, you know, it's it's like someone call a nurse, someone call a doc, right? And then someone yeah, call a Vogel. What the hell's a Vogel? <laughs> well, you brought him up last time. It's, it's more like Vogel. Like it's from more a like super bad. Yeah. yeah, I don't want any gags in the names, really. When you yell them out to me, it's just like gag, gag on all those names. You can say Kevin Young, and you can say Young and experience. He doesn't have the experience yet, obviously, but the players like him. I'm going with my gut on this. What it okay. means, who knows? Probably doesn't mean anything, obviously, because I'm just a podcaster. My gut just says Kevin Young. And last pod, I did say that for the reasons that X's and O's. He can scout out a team, knows what to do. We need that guy. Nick Nurse is that guy. But there's a little bit of a gag reflex when you talk about him. And I'm just, I just don't want to deal with that right here in Phoenix. I want maybe just some new blood. Who knows? You never know how these guys are going to go. And if you get anybody in here, we'll be sick of them in three years anyways. Just give us a championship, whoever it is. If it is Nick Nurse, just give us a championship. And then the and then the players can get sick of you because that's what happens in the NBA. You go in a championship, you can hang on for a little bit longer with these players, but they obviously cannot take more than a year or two with a head coach unless they truly believe in them and they truly care about the game. They just get sick of these guys talking to them. Yeah, Kevin Young's an interesting choice, uh, and, and understandably so that he's in this, this head coaching uh, race for the Phoenix Suns. And, you know, when you think about Kevin Young, what's the thing we keep coming back to? X's and O's, and the players like him, right? So if yeah. you take out the reports that the, the players supposedly like him and the fact that he's an X's and O's guy, is there any other reason you would want him as a head coach? And I can't really think of one because I feel like his impact on the team, as much as they say it's, but you know, they, but they, and we're taking they, loosely because it's a, a one comment that Devin Booker made that's you know well Kevin we like Kevin Young okay like and everyone's like taking that as <laughs> yeah. like yeah you know the it, it, the gospel according to to Luke you know glory mm-hmm. be to the Father Son and the Holy Spirit it was the beginning is now never shall be world without end amen oh, and th- that's only one comment from one player about an assistant coach and I just don't know how much faith I want to necessarily put in that as a fan because if he was a great X's and O guy, did Monty really have that much veto power that he didn't listen to him ever? Because it was like the the adjustments never happened. If he is this guru, that which is a name, which is something that I think I think Dan Duarte tweeted that that out today. And shout out to Dan for that. He's like the word guru gets passed around t- way too much, and people are looking at well, he he's a guru, and I get that a lot of coaches have to start out as assistants and they need to make that jump, but it's almost like you need to make that jump kind of in the mid middle tier not not a team like this and that, that's where i'm at with kevin young now i know that you you listen to the bill simmons podcast as do i on the ringer network he had kevin o'connor on uh for today's pod and this is what he had to say ashley can you roll that clip roll it the, press the button can i tell you who's gonna get the sun strap who do you hear from the producers of I Told You Bronny was going to USC six weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Kevin Young. Oh, okay. So they're going to hire their assistant from their own staff. That's what a college education gets you. You get to be a producer for the Suns Jam Session podcast. Good job, Ashley. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's you know, uh, uh, Bill Simmons. That's what he thinks, Kevin Young. Mm-hmm. And I'm not completely opposed to the idea. 
but I, I just I, I don't really have a solid reason as to yeah. why I would want him. So says Jay in the chat. Uh, KY and book our guys like cool. They're friends. Good for them. Like they, they they like each other. We don't need guys necessarily to like each other. We need somebody who can coach this team, motivate this team and make adjustments for this team. And maybe KY is that guy. I just don't know that based off experience watching basketball. Yeah, and we'll be KY gelling, dude, all the way to the finals, right? Because we'll get him right before the training camp and get him in there and, you know, get things lubed up. Um, I was going to say that none of these none of these coaches, I just want Kevin Young gut feeling. If it's announced that, hey, we got Doc Rivers, we got Nick Nurse or Kevin Young, I just don't really care as much. I just don't. I just feel like it's just a weird situation in Phoenix where we just had something going and now it's just being torn down and you just don't know what to expect going into the next season. I know you got some good players with Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. One's getting old. One can't perform in big games, but you just, you keep thinking about what's next, right? So it's just starting over again in a way where you have those two guys. That's huge. And you'll probably be favorites to go to the finals in the West because you have those two guys and maybe they can add someone else, but you just don't know what to expect yet. You don't. So if Kevin Young was our coach, and making the adjustments these last playoffs with against our against the Nuggets in a six game series, there's nothing else you can do against that team. Losing players like they did in Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton, where it was like a four four horsemen kind of thing going on with those two, and then two of them are gone. No one can adjust with that, man. It's just like the series is over. Your finals hopes are almost over because so much is put on those two guys. So I don't know if there's any adjustments that Kevin Young could have made to help Monty with that. Just things kind of fell apart, right? Yeah, no, I, I agree. And again, time will tell. Uh, when you hear those five names, would you be disappointed if the Suns got any one of them? Again, Nurse, Vogel, Rivers, Fernandez, Young. Is there any one of those you're like, yeah, shit, no. Um, I don't want Doc. I just don't. I want an adjustments guy. That's yeah. it. That would be very disappointing, but it's it's in the back of my mind. I keep thinking, I'm like, that's who we're going to get is Doc. I just, I had that feeling. My gut says I want Young, but my gut also says we're probably going to get Doc because it's the biggest name. Yeah, I just, I'm with you. Doc is the only one. Like, Jordy Fernandez, I don't know if you've watched any film on this guy. He cusses, and I like that. It would be funny because a lot of the sons have been used to Monty Williams. Good energy very, guy, right? Very, very great energy guy. And yeah. somebody who... Uh, has a, a really solid history of motivating players. And again, being a player's coach. And for the most part, every one of these guys are players coaches. Uh, Doc Rivers is just an ancient players coach. And, you know, you talk about adjustments and we already have Chris Paul on this team. Like we don't need to be another guy who's got that baggage. Like Chris Paul has coming into this. Chris Paul, well, he gets injured all the time in the playoffs. Uh, Doc Rivers, he can't, you know, win. He could be up three one, and he'll lose a series. Like you always have to be on your, on your, your toes with Doc around. And yeah, I just, that's exactly. not a space that I want to live in. Another interesting no. thing that Sham Sharania did as a part of this report was he said that all the head coaching interviews were going to happen later this week in Michigan. And we get it. Matt Ishbia lives in Michigan. That's where his company's based out of. But why would you, why would you interview all the guys in Michigan? Why wouldn't you do it in Phoenix? Because I think he's just there, right? For the winter. Makes sense. No, I'm just kidding. For the summer, obviously. <laughs> I think you kind of got to bring them out of Phoenix. The one thing with the uh, 
you having these uh even the players the free agents that would come in here in phoenix and it's just super hot and stuff i'm not saying that would deter a coach away from phoenix well, we, we used to talk about that remember we used that? to talk maybe <laughs> bring him to michigan it's nicer out there right now yeah, facts. a little bit but maybe that's the reason and he just lives out there and he has a lot going on maybe he's moving maybe they can help him move maybe that's what's going on <laughs> hey nick nurse uh, i need you to pull up a, your truck and grab some boxes i'm not doing <laughs> that you're truck. not hired get the fuck out of here hope you, hope you, <laughs> i bet yep. you would help him move right Wh- whoever rented a truck uh is the one who's gonna hire because he's like hey that guy's here to help me move smart man. yeah yeah 3d wanna, chess yeah you want to help your brothers but you would definitely help uh matt ish move here to phoenix right with your truck i, I help everybody why do you think i have a truck <laughs> I drive a truck, so if anybody ever needs help, they're like, hey, man, can I – I've let one of my friends borrow my truck. So can I borrow your truck for the day? I'm like, sure, man. That's why you buy a truck, not for yourself. There's two reasons you buy a truck, okay? One is so you can help people move, and two is if I'm driving down the street and there's some jackass in their little fucking Toyota Camry and they hit me, I win because there's too many dumb fucking drivers here in Phoenix. How many wrong-way crashes have we had in this week alone? Everybody just gets on the freeway the wrong way in Phoenix, drives around and kills people. It's Has it been happening? Stupid. I didn't see that it was happening, has it? Well, you don't I mean, get Twitter notifications, though. okay? Okay, I'll turn uh, them on just so I can be depressed. But, uh, I, I follow ABC someone... 15 and ADOT. They're like, oh, okay. There was like three this week. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with people? Mm-hmm. They're drunk as shit, and I get it. Like, in Phoenix, when you pull up to uh, enter the freeway, like, you have to stop at the first red light. And then you have to go to the second red light, and then you take a left onto a freeway, right? So if you're drunk, you hit that first red light, it goes green, you're like, fucking, I'm going on. It's like, they got to do something, man. Sorry, complete ramp, but it just drives me nuts. But that's why you drive a truck. Can't Anyways. stop it, man. Just get rid Anyways. of cars. Let's do that. There you go. Just We should all take our, from pri- our private jets like Ishbia has. Now, granted, Ishbia made that, uh, or Sham Sharani said that it's the Michigan thing. We all are like, what's that? No, but it is what it is. We kind of understand why, but it's kind of interesting. But then, of course, James, uh, or James, John Gambadoro uh, today kind of debunked that thought process. Uh, Ashley, roll, roll the clip. I'm expecting Frank Vogel to interview with the Phoenix Suns here in Phoenix on Friday. Okay. Friday here in Phoenix. So it would lend, lend you to believe that the, the reporting of like the final rounds is going to take place in Michigan. They're not there yet. They're not there yet. So there you go. Thanks, Ash. So there you go. Okay. So again, there's so much misinformation going on. I don't know what to think. And like when we first heard that the finalists are going down, all right, all right tomorrow night we're doing the pod. We were going to do the trade machine, Landry Shamit, figure out how to trade Landry Shamit, yada, yada, yada. And then I was just like, okay, they got the finalists. We're going to know by the end of this week who our head coach is. And now I don't know what the fuck to think anymore, Matthew. So I guess they're interviewing Frank Vogel out here on Friday. So if you want to know what the fuck a Vogel is, just be around the arena Maybe visit one of the local establishments. Maybe the Tilted Kilt, that's Caddy Corner from the Footprint Center is where they're going to be getting some wings and talking about how they're going to improve the Phoenix Suns. I don't know. Yeah, that, that would be definitely the number one spot to go to is Tilted Kilt. <laughs> that would be the one. I was actually, remember we used to go there before games, the Tilted Kilt? Yeah, dude. That well, Yeah, I remember back in the day, that that was one of the best places. Spot. Yeah, it's right there. It's fantastic. So, you know, again, I uh, I, I don't know what to think. But we'll see kind of moving forward what the what the the road that the Phoenix Suns are going to take. And, you know, hopefully we'll know by I'm hoping by the end of the week, I'm hoping by maybe the weekend that we're sitting there and we're having a conversation in which we're discussing who the new Phoenix Suns head coach is. And you and I are just ripping them apart. Right. Is Devin Booker part of the interview process? 
I don't know. No one. Devin Booker, I think, is in fucking Spain. Or I'm something. sure he needed some time, obviously, after that. But there has to be some kind of input, though, with him for sure. I think they go over like, hey, 100%. this is what he's offering. Here's the good bullet points. Here's the bad. What do you think, Book? And he's like, yay, nay. Yay, just, nay. He just sends a thumbs up or a thumbs down emoji mm-hmm. and just carries on with his life. He's all dick up, dick down. <laughs> eggplant <laughs> up, eggplant down. Yes, exactly. One thing I did want to talk about away from the head coaching uh, is, like, if, if you're on Sun's Twitter again, there, there's a lot of talk about Jay Crowder today, which I kind of found funny. It's Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder, motherfucker, drop. Um. Real simple question. If Jay Crowder was available to come back to the Phoenix Suns, would you take him? Would you want him? Like, like you take him? Like, oh, I'm up to nah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. You know what? Coming off the bench, yes, absolutely. If he really wants to be that <laughs> starter, it's not going to happen anymore. I think he realized last year, you know, he's not that man anymore. You know, you just you broke up in the relationship because you started taking up Taekwondo and you thought you were a badass. You got out there. You're like, you know what? My original wife was the best. Maybe we get back together. That's kind of how it is, I think. I think that he just thought he was more – you know, of a starter in the NBA still. Yeah. And it just, it just didn't work out for both of us. We needed him. It, it was a domino effect here in Phoenix with him leaving. And I, I don't mind him coming back off the bench. I don't, I don't, I think when he came back to play for us, like the fans were kind of half and half, you know what I mean? Yeah. They were booing him and cheering him. I just, I don't care. Just water under the bridge to me. It, it really is. It's a guy trying to make money. It's a guy trying to, you know, prop himself up as a man that can be a star in the NBA. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing and wrong what, with believing what in did, yourself. And what did he learn? <laughs> He learned the hard way that, you know what, he's not really, but I wouldn't mind. It was, it's a guy that really, I think he can be that tough guy that we kind of missed. So I know Jamsters, you're probably going to be like, oh, shut the fuck up. Like, well, I don't no, like that guy, but when, I don't when, care when, anymore. When it comes to Jay Crowder, and that's the funny thing, and that's why we bring it up, because that's what people are talking about on Twitter. And there's so many lines in the sand, and there's so many clowns out there who are literally like, dude, Jay, we'd love to have you back. But like literally a month and a half ago, they were just making fun of him and giving him shit. And it's just like, you know, again, it's not real life, but when it comes to Jay Crowder for me, man, it's that I just don't care. Like, I don't care. Like if he comes back, cool. I agree. Like he's fine. I, the whole, well, you know, the, the front office, he, he gave up on his team. No, he was banking on himself and he lost. He's going to, if he comes back, he comes back with his tails between his legs and he, and he's humbled. But again, I just, unless it's on a veteran minimum, Right. If it's a veteran minimum, that's how it happens. You're not signing him to any kind of deal for any kind of money, considering how this offseason is going to have to be navigated from a financial standpoint for the Phoenix Suns and how they're going to have to uh, approach the new CBA that goes into effect July 1st when the 2023-24 season begins. He's he's a veteran minimum guy. And if he wants to come back, veteran minimum go for it. That's fine by me. But again, I like I don't care. Like it's not gonna if he goes back and I and, and I see a lot of people, right? You know, um, Aussie Suns fans podcast. Uh, no, thanks. Uh, Suns geek. Thanks for joining us, everyone. By the way, it's great to see you guys. It's been a while since you guys played that drop. Yeah, it's been a long, long time. Uh, let's move forward, not backwards. Uh, you know, John Paul Edward the Deus. Let's move on from Jay. You know, so yeah, it's, it's, and Thomas Bell's probably right. He's not coming back. Have a little more pride than that. He'll have a little more pride than that. And he probably I, won't. We're, we're, I'm always a big fan of moving on, you know, from these guys when they leave, except for the twins. The twins got to come back. Those the are the only two guys twins. that I want back in Suns uniforms. Yeah, you're right. They, I would have them back in a second. But, yeah, generally, you're right. You move forward, not backwards. It's just an interesting 
conversation because I again like I don't care if he comes back. Like it's a dumb conversation because he's not coming back. Like he's not coming back. Like well, that's when it was brought up. I did see it on Twitter. I'm like, wait, was there something leaked? Did he send out another <laughs> video of him wearing purple and orange? I don't. You know what I mean? Like, was I missing something? Or are we just now doing that where it's like, all right, these free agents. Let's see who we can get back here. Oh, Jay Crowder. That's a name that will spice some things up. And it and it did for sure. It's just probably gonna, not going to lead to anywhere. I feel like. It's totally how you know our season's over when we're sitting there. Like, <laughs> so Jay Crowder, what do, you, Jay Crowder. what do you think? Was he when wearing purple and orange tidy whiteies? Ooh, was that was that yeah. uh, was it in the mirror on Instagram on an Instagram post? Like, was a shirt laying down and it was purple? Oh, he's, he's, he wants to go back to Phoenix. Like, that's where we're at, Suns fans. That's yeah. where we're at. Tip of a braid just dipped in purple. I, I was going to ask you too. I know that the Celtics. I didn't even know they played last night. The Celtics were playing oh, last night. Yeah, one money on it, game. baby. Do they? You think they still can win? No. Really? I think out of any kind of 0-3 deficit, I think this team can come back and beat a team like the Heat. Well, then let's... Thoughts. Um, Brains? So that's a good conversation. If any team could, and I said this out on I think our last pod, if any team could come back from down 3-0, which has never happened in the NBA before, it would be a team from Boston. Right? Like, that's what they were showing at the last game was there was A-Rod. And Bill Simmons was talking about this, but I noticed it when I was watching the game last night. Like, there's A-Rod. There's Jeter. And you're like, oh, guys who were on the Yankees. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That the the 04 Red Sox came back and beat down 3-0. If anybody could, it is this team. The challenge that I have with the Celtics is, one, from a head coaching standpoint, Missoula is lost in the sauce. Like, he's like Monty Williams, but way worse. Like, Monty at least like would say some things to motivate the team and have some really good Monty isms and, and he would inspire you. Whereas Missoula just looks lost all the time. He's complaining to the ref and the ref's like, dude, it's halftime. Like I haven't said anything. <laughs> um, it's weird. And then with the way that Boston plays, the, the challenge that they've had all season is they don't know how to close and they're playing against the heat, which are the exact opposite. They're a team that knows how to close. It's the same thing with Denver, right? Denver's a team that knew how to close all year. And they went up against teams that didn't know how to close. I, I said it when the Suns were playing them. What scares me about Denver is this the sheer fact that we don't know how to close. We hadn't had a reputation this season of knowing how to close games out. So I think that going back to Boston for game five, which I believe is tomorrow night, they have a shot at perhaps winning that one. And even then, I'm not even close to believing that. But I think it's a six-game series. I don't think yeah. it's a seven. Okay, yeah. I mean, it has an opportunity to do that. I think they really have a chance. And the reason is they're the team that is just seesawed all year. This this year, last year, they're just that team. It's always like Celtics are the best team in the NBA, right? They're finals contenders. Now, all of a sudden, yeah, he's a young coach. Mazzola is, and he does look lost for sure. But this team is just, they're so good. If they ever believed in themselves, they would win the series. And that's the thing that's going in, going into this one. I was like, the Heat, you know, it's so funny because the two are just polar opposite. They really are. I mean, you have the Heat that just have that confidence, have the big balls. And then you have the Celtics that are just like, they can be scared in the moment. They get too selfish. They just, they overthink too many things. They look like a bunch of uh, uh, shamets out there. You know what I mean? So that's <laughs> the way it can be for the Celtics. And I, I think they have an opportunity. If they can pull together, believe in themselves for once. I don't want them to win. I'm just saying. I really think, and what's funny is I didn't even know they played last night. Until I, was, I was listening to Bill Simmons. I'm like, wait, did they play? I was like, oh, shit, the series was almost over. I mean, it might have been over last night. I didn't even know. Uh, but I just, not because I won last game, but I was just thinking even before, I'm like, there's still a chance. Like, this thing turns around, then we're well, all of a sudden. Of course, like, there's, oh, there's always Celtics, a chance. Celtics, the, Celtics, Jimmy, the, 
you know, it just goes back and forth all the time. It does, but I just I think that you know, heat culture, good, bad, or indifference, a real thing, and we're seeing that, and they have they have that cutthroat mentality that Boston just lacks. They do, they, they do, but yeah, Boston's just so much better as a team. It's well, crazy. Yeah. That I'm just saying, it's just it's from the a, weirdest thing ever. From a talent standpoint, absolutely, absolutely, and. You know, one thing that you, you look at the other side, and I want to talk a little LeBron. Is that okay with you? Oh, anytime. I knew it. So LeBron, I, we were podcasting after the Denver Nuggets swept, swept the Lakers. Okay, now remember, the Lakers are a seven seed. And in the same breath, the, the Heat are an eight seed. But they were they were seven seed. There wasn't a lot of expectations for the Lakers. They get swept. And then LeBron James had his post-game interview Ash, the tape, please. At this point in my career, and um, and I don't, I don't, I don't get a kick out of making a conference appearance. I've done it a lot, and, <laughs> and it's not fun to me to not be able to be able to be a part of uh, you know, getting to the finals. But um, but we'll see, we'll see, we'll see what happens going forward. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I got a lot to think about, to be honest. I got a lot to think about, to be honest. And uh, just for me personally, going going forward with the game of basketball, got a lot to think about. For sure. So LeBron, Le- LeBron James doing the whole, I don't know what I'm going to do. Do you want him back? I mean, I love LeBron, I but like, dude, I know he's hurt, but like, just watching him in the finals, it was painful. He was, it was oh, the yeah. most painful thing to watch. And it wasn't even LeBron. It was basically like the way KD played in like those few of those games where those shots went to go in. It's like, dude, this is not KD. You know what I mean? But it was like mm-hmm. Le- LeBron was that way for the majority of the playoffs. Um, that team season. around him was really, really, was really good. AD was off every other game. Yeah. But I just, I, I can't watch him again. But I, of course, he's going to be back. And it's going to be drama around him, and we just have to take he, it. He, he thrives on it. And people who are avid listeners and watchers of this podcast kind of know how I feel about LeBron. Respect the shit out How can you not respect LeBron James? How can yeah. you respect who he is and what he's done for this game of basketball and the way that he's navigated his career? And how he's, he's somebody who could have been on one of those VH1 behind the music docs early in his career of just somebody like, he had it all, and then he had a lot of cocaine. You know, and, and they just go into him just, you know, oh, off the strippers, dicks and stuff. And he didn't do any of that. He did a lot of <laughs> he did a lot of great things in this league. Yeah. And but there, he's always been somebody who because of who he is and because of his the nature of his uh, gravitas and the era in which he grew up, he controls his own narrative. And that's that's fine. That's everybody. Everybody kind of does that now. But it's just it's so frustrating to for me again, like I, I always go back to the same thing, right? Michael Jordan wouldn't have done that. <laughs> Michael Jordan would sit there. He, at, at the end of the game, he would have sat in his press conference. He would have uh he 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 would have eaten his crow, if you will. I mean, we don't know because he didn't get bounced out in the finals, although he did have some Western Conference finals. Uh, exits early in his career, but the media didn't treat it like it does now. But he was probably, you know, he'd set, sit there, congratulate the other team. They're a really good team. Man, that sucks that we got swept by them, and I'm going to carry the hell on. But LeBron just has to keep you hanging. 
change the narrative. Nobody's talking about the fact that they got swept. They're, well, LeBron might retire now. It's like, well, hold on, hold on, back up, back up. They just got swept. The Lakers just got swept. This is great. I love the Lakers getting swept. I don't care who the fuck does it. And it's just typical LeBron stuff. And does it really bother me? No, because it's not real. But it's just, it's, uh, as so says Jay says, this is just LeBron being an egomaniac, like usual. He's not going anywhere. We all know that. We all wouldn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> and so says Jay. This is the comment of the night. MJ would have gotten stuffed by a point guard with the season on the line. Yeah, no. He couldn't even get any lift off. No. Um, the thing is, like, look, what he said, it's like, I'm just like, who cares? Like, there's nothing there. Obviously, we're going to wait. But the thing is, like, who still watches ESPN and even gives a shit about that? And also, like, you know, MJ, of course, you can make the comparison and all that. But LeBron's just a different breed. And I think um, the way the NBA is now, I mean, you have these players that are just old now, man. Like, there's so much young talent. Like, you don't have to worry about if LeBron leaves. There's, we're going to forget about him right away. That's the thing about life, right? You 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 try so hard to really get to where you want in life. All these achievements and all that, you're gone. No one gives a fuck unless you're MJ, right? Like, no one cares. Once you're done, you're done. You can make your doc they were talking about. But once you're done, then it's on to the next guys. There's a lot of guys coming up that are going to be great to watch. And LeBron right now is just old. KD right now, he's not the way LeBron is, but he's old. He might never be the same KD again, right? And I hope that doesn't happen. But we just got to learn to like accept the way things are with these guys and getting old. And if he's going to retire, he retires. If he doesn't, he doesn't. But he's always going to make these little these snark comments about himself. And he's more selfish. Like the last maybe two or three or four years, he's kind of been that way. I miss the old LeBron where he was just so like – you know, scared of the moment, you know what I mean? And just a little frightened. But ever since, like, he actually won a title, he's just more about himself, and we have to deal with it. And, and honestly, his narrative. it's his narrative, but you guys don't have to watch it. Who cares? If yeah, he's I back just, next season, just turn on the TV. Oh, there's, it's there just, he is. It frustrated me as somebody who does still watch ESPN. I still have cable, and I still tune into the sports shows and whatnot. And you're like, okay, like, we did the podcast, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go, and I'm going to go watch the highlights of the Denver Nuggets making their first NBA Finals. It's a thing. Jokic is on top of the world right now. Oh, he's and, he, awesome. and he's un, and he's unbelievable, right? We, he eviscerated us. He eviscerated them. And I just wanted to watch some highlights. And they're literally just sitting there for like 25 minutes talking about LeBron potentially retiring and running like career highlights. I'm like, dude, what the fuck is this shit? And then we, I get it. We, nobody needs to tell me. I'm not two more years out, out of touch with what the media machine is and how it works and how you get the clicks and all that fun stuff. It just frustrates me that. We live in a world that allows yeah. that to happen. It, so. It's two more years. I mean, he's going to go to USC. Then after that, he'll play with him. And then that's going to be it because LeBron will be in. If he's not with LA, he'll be on any team. And they're going to take LeBron because why? Because of fucking money. It doesn't matter what he what he asked for, where they're going to, who they're going to surround him with, all of that. It's just, it doesn't mean anything. It's just these owners, the teams, they want to make money. So LeBron will be the guy for the next two years anywhere he goes. It's a fact. You're not wrong, and we're going to be along for the ride, as per usual. So, and I buckle, love it. Buckle up, buckaroos. I got to get that drop from a South Park. Buckle up, buckaroos. Uh, buckle up, buckaroos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else you want to talk about before we skedaddle, Matthew? No. Um. You know what? I think Jokic, I'm, I'm really excited, and I hope he can win a title. I know it's kind of sucky because, obviously, we lost to him, but – I don't know. I'm really excited to watch them in the finals. Like, I don't care who they play. I'm actually excited to watch the team. Sorry, Jamsters. I'm rooting for the Nuggets pretty hard because we had I'm some going... Nuggets fans on here that loved us, that subscribed. So good, good for the Pinksters or Pinsters. Yeah, but there's some more, 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 more people than that that liked us. So, well, I'll, I'll say this: the only issue I have with Denver winning a title, potentially, 
is like Jamal Murray wins a title. Like MPJ gets a title. It's Aaron Gordon is an NBA champion. That's how good Jokic is, man. I know, but like it just makes me mad. <laughs> I know. I'd well, rather it... have the Heat win it. Like I'd rather have Jimmy mm. Buckets win it. I'd rather, even though Kyle Lowry's already won one, like get him another one. But I'd rather have like all those undrafted guys win a title. And you're just like, dude, that's an amazing story. Instead of like Aaron Gordon, like I wear 50 because that's the score. I didn't get in the dunk contest twice. Like, fuck that shit. That's just me again being a Suns fan. I mean, it just sucks never to win a title as a Suns fan. So whoever that wins, too. whoever, you know, and they won before us. And now they have the, do, like do you remember the shirt? Yeah. It's the Craig A. Hamill shirt that I'm wearing. Yeah. If you look, only the top guys remain. Oh, well, it's the NBA. So, yeah. I know. It's just two years ago. Like, every remember, uh, J- Javon Carter, Cameron Johnson, Dario Sarge, Mikhail Bridges, Monty Williams, Jay Crowder, all gone. The top line is DA, D Book, and CP3. Yeah. And we might well, not just like have the, the Booker 70 point game. Like, everyone shows that photo. It's like, yeah, everyone's gone. It's gone. the NBA. Everyone moves around. LeBron's oh, yeah. going to have different teammates next year, too. And we will be. Uh, we will be moving on from a lot of players this. Oh yeah, this it's season, gonna be weird. this off season. So, Jamsters, make sure <laughs> keep Portland weird. Make sure you turn on those notifications if you haven't done so already to let you know whenever we go live. We should be in theory going live again on Monday. The hope and the programming is that we're going to do our trade machine, trade machine Landry Shamit, where we Matthew comes up with two different trades, I come up with two different trades, and we just talk about them, and then you and and the chat let us know kind of what your best case scenario deal is obviously if the suns hire a head coach between now and then when that news breaks pop on over here to the sun's jam session channel we'll go ahead and we'll record live we'll scrape the audio afterwards we'll release it right after that so again if you if you happen to be listening thank you for doing so spend a little time with us taking some time out of your day and for all of you all, all of you in the chats you guys you guys are awesome i fucking love Get all you guys kisses. look at all you guys look at all, all the usual suspects yeah. here you know john John Paul Edward never Dios. Commented, com, comment right now if you never commented. Just see what it feels like. P Dog Triple O Six. Ryan's in there. Mike Budenholzer's coach, who wasn't part of the five finalists that Sham Sharania fakely put out there. D Wig 24. How long till the 21 Suns are a classic team on 2K? That's a great question. <laughs> Give it like three more years. Uh, Andrew, How's where'd long? you get that shirt? I got it from uh, Craig A. Hamill on Twitter. Does he used to do a ton of stuff? That was the best stuff. year, dude. Yeah, that was the best. And, Nothing's and, ever going to top that year. And then he designed the shirt. And I went, I got that son of a bee. Yeah, uh, Hazy Demon. They didn't make. They didn't list Mike as a finalist. Aussie Suns fans, don't call me Shirley. Well, you're definitely not serious. So, everybody, have a great night. We'll see you potentially on Monday, maybe a little bit sooner, but uh, we'll see what happens. You never know. Just keep the notifications on, homie. G's. Mm-hmm. Go home and be weird with your family. Wear them tidy whitey. <laughs>